Hello and welcome to our worship for Sunday the 16th of May 2021. Prepared both for the Ellesmere Port and Bromborough Methodist Church's YouTube service and podcast and for the gathered congregation of St James's Inns. Today is the Sunday in Ascension Tide. Although our lectionary readings assume that we will have celebrated the Ascension last Thursday. Ascension Tide is the time when the constraints of Jesus' bodily presence on earth, even his resurrection body, finally translates into his taking his rightful place of splendour alongside his Father in heaven. This preceded the coming indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit within the hearts of his people, which we will celebrate next week at Pentecost. And we hope that this celebration of the birth of the church will also celebrate the reopening of most of our buildings for public worship. So let us pray. Great and wonderful are your deeds, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are your ways, O ruler of the nations. Who shall not revere and praise your name, O Lord? For you alone are holy. All nations shall come and worship in your presence, for your just dealings have been revealed. To the one who sits on the throne and to the Lamb, be blessing and honour and glory and might for ever and ever. Amen.
risen, ascending Christ. You are the song of God leaping through the universe. You are our lark ascending, drawing our praises up and beyond this passing day. You are the sailor back from the sea, returning to your beginning with Earth's human treasure. You were the warrior, home safe from war. Your scars and our pain are now with God. You are the firstborn claiming your heritage, promising a home for pilgrims who travel your way. We celebrate with joy a journey over, a task accomplished, a promise fulfilled. To you, our Christ, be glory and gladness forever. Playful God, you love us and draw close to us, but you do not crowd us. You allow us to weep, but provide us with joy. You insist we follow, but disappear from sight. We demand certainty, and you ask that we simply follow. The child in our hearts adores the way you are. You revealed yourself in Jesus and we were glad. You hung him on the cross. We could not believe it. You gave him to the world of the dead. We were beyond comfort. You raised him to life. It was beyond belief. We wonder at your love. Our brokenness adores the depth of your purpose. Jesus, you fed friends on a beach and they were happy again. You appeared in unexpected places and they grew to accept it. But then your goodbye was final. You said, go back to the starting place and all would be well. And it was true. Jesus, gone but present. Friend forever. Through our friendship we adore your father, the dreamer, the planner, the lover without end. We celebrate the glory which is now yours. Amen. And a prayer of confession. Lord, it is hard to understand why you had to leave your friends. Even though the disciples did not always succeed, it must have been easier to live by your teaching when you were present with them in human form. 
You call us now to live by faith. But our faith is a fragile thing, weak and wavering. Ascended Lord, sometimes it is as though you have left us all over again. Where are you, we think, when children are starving, when the elderly are attacked in their homes, when governments fail to care for our nation's health and education, when the church even ignores its most obvious tasks, and when we fear the way of our dying and even death itself. Yet, by your resurrection you conquered death. By your ascension you offered us the glory of heaven. By your spirit you offer to lead us and guide us. Forgive our lack of faith and grant us that peace which holds faith firm in all circumstances. By your love and by your grace. Amen. And so let us sing a hymn that reminds us of that presence of God even beyond the ascension. The hymn 25 in Singing the Faith, God is here as we his people meet to offer praise and prayer, sung and played by Adrian Pallant. Taken 
Christ sustains us as of old. Hear the servants of the servants seek in worship to explore what it means in daily living to believe and to of change and doubt. Keep us faithful to the gospel. Help us work your purpose out. Here in this day's dedication, all we have to give, receive. We who cannot live without you, Psalm number one, the two ways. Happy are those who do not follow the advice of the wicked, or take the path that sinners tread, or sit in the seat of scoffers. But their delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law they meditate day and night. They are like trees planted by streams of water, which yield their fruit in its season, and their leaves do not wither. In all that they do, they prosper. The wicked are not so, but are like the chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. The reading is from John's Gospel, chapter 17, Verses 9 to 16. Jesus prays for his disciples. I have made your name known to those whom you gave me from the world. They were yours, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything you have given me is from you. For the words that you gave to me, I have given to them, and they have received them, and knowing truth that I came from you and they have believed that you sent me. I am asking on their behalf. I am not asking on behalf of the world, but on behalf of those whom you gave me, because they are yours. All mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I have been glorified in them. And now I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them, I protected them in your name that you have given me. I guarded them, and not one of them was lost, except the one destined to be lost, so that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I am coming to you, and I speak these things in the world, so that they may have my joy made complete in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, because they do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. I am not asking you to take them out of the world, but I ask you to protect them from the evil one. 
They do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you have sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sakes I sanctify myself, so that they also may be sanctified in truth. We opened our worship with a reminder that we are in Ascension Tide, another in-between time. Six weeks ago, we experienced the in-between time of Holy Saturday, between the crucifixion of Jesus with the internment of his body and the glorious resurrection of Easter Day. It was a period of genuine bereavement before the wonders of Christ being raised to life. Now we recall another in-between time, this time between Christ in his resurrection body being separated finally from physical presence on this earth and the time when the nature of his presence is made known in the indwelling of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. As I suggested earlier, our appointed readings, the lectionary for today, rather gloss over this ascension tide, but they keep us following Jesus as in the last hours before his arrest, he prepares his disciples for all that they will encounter. And he does so in an attitude of prayerfulness to his Father in heaven, that they will recognise and encounter the relationship that he knows to be of the essence of life. In this great prayer, Jesus reiterates the essential unity of God as father or parent, if you will, and son, and desires that those whom the father had given him would experience the fullness of that relationship too. It is not a general prayer for the whole of humanity, though that comes in the subsequent verses, even though the purpose of Christ was to draw all to himself. Rather, it is a prayer for those to whom is entrusted the gospel of reconciling love in the world. In some ways, in this complex phrasing of the passage, we come close to the Trinitarian doctrine that the church eventually codified. There is the centrality of God the Father. The mission and purpose of God the Son and the recognition of the need of the disciples, soon to be apostles, to know 
and to experience the presence of the love relationship of the Godhead for themselves in order to do the works that Jesus had done and yes even greater things by which no doubt John means that the offer of love and mercy is known ever more expansively. At its heart this prayer is that those to whom the gospel is entrusted would live by the power that of your, that is God's, name. Imagine yourself, if you can, as one of those crowded into the upper room at Jesus' farewell meal, what we normally call the Last Supper. Try to put aside for a moment what we know subsequently happened. And here, if you can, Jesus leading prayer to his Father, passionately setting out not just the passing of the gospel mantle to those who gathered, but also the height and breadth and depth of relationship that would sustain them for the remainder of their lives. Imagine then being part of that same group of people with all the hope and excitement of the many resurrection appearances again feeling bereft and unsure of themselves. Their risen Lord had been taken, yes, to his rightful place at the right hand of God, but they would see him no more. He had told them to wait for the Holy Spirit to come on them before recommencing what was now their mission and calling because they are already united to the God, Godhead. It is only a matter of when and how. As at the moment in our churches and our circuit, we continue the task of reviewing and refining our mission plans. And as we wait with hopefulness that we will be able to reopen our church buildings for corporate worship from next Sunday, it seems to me that to place ourselves more fully into this waiting time between Ascension and Pentecost is a really useful discipline. The writer of the psalm that we heard earlier contrasts the person of faith with the one who lacks faith. Opening and closing the psalm thus. <clears throat> 
Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, but delights in the Lord. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. It is not that the person of faith is intrinsically better than the one who lacks faith, but rather that the person of faith has found the open secret as to where to seek and to find the resources that will sustain them through their life's journey into, as Ephesians puts it, the full stature of the nature of Christ. So, as we wait for Pentecost, and as our nation holds its breath concerning what the future holds in terms of opening up society and being able to safely relate to one another, may we use this time again to be blessed by the prayer of Jesus for his followers, that we not be taken out of the world, but that in the world we know who we are as God's people and are able to express the wholeness of God's love and grace for his whole creation. To use the word of blessing, the outcoming of prayer, given first through Moses to Aaron and his sons. As we wait, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. As we have been reminded, the prayer of Jesus that we would know his presence and the presence of the Father and of the Holy Spirit. So let us unite in singing from singing the faith number 530 to be in your presence.
As we recall the splendour of our King, our risen and ascended King, yet the King who revealed his kingdom to be one of servanthood and humility, let us pray for the reign of his peace and love upon the earth. We pray for all who are struggling with faith or lost confidence in their calling and vocation. Spirit of God, we wait upon you. Strengthen us and restore us. Strengthen, O Lord, all who work to meet the needs of the world. Those who work in industry, commerce or agriculture. Those who work in charities and health and community services those elected to office to serve their communities, especially those newly elected across our nations to public office. Spirit of God, we wait upon you. Strengthen us and restore us. Strengthen, O Lord, our communities and our relationships. May, they, may there be peace on our streets and in our homes that our loved ones may abide in your love. May there be unity in your church, even where we hold contrary views. May there be justice among the nations, that all may know they are equally loved by you. Spirit of God, we wait upon you. Strengthen us and restore us. We give you thanks for your renewing of hearts and minds. 
we pray for the dear departed and for those passing with avoidable illness, praying for those who feel the loss of bereavement the greatest, that even in the valley of the shadow of death they may be renewed in strength and grace. Spirit of God, we wait upon you. Strengthen us and restore us in the name of Christ. Amen. So let us join together in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And so let us draw our worship to its close as we sing the hymn 550 in Singing the Faith. Forth in thy name, O Lord, I go my daily labour to pursue. Joy. 
and our final prayer and blessing. As we leave this place, Lord, may our prayers be just beginning. May our worship, our time here, what we've learned and what we've discovered, lead us into action and lives full of worship every hour of every day. We ask in the name of Jesus, whose whole life was an offering of worship to you. Amen. And the blessing of God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit, be with us and those we love this day and to all eternity. Amen. Thank you.